Ah, uh, uh, freak on a leash. Yep, that one. Got it. Nailed it. As soon as I saw the name, I was like, "That's it." I I know. <laughs> That's like the only corn song I know is "Freak on a Leash." Whoa, but Twisted Transistor. <laughs> I don't listen to a lot of corn. It's not my cuppa. Your cup of Yorkshire gold tea, you mean? Exactly. Actually, I am <laughs> drinking Yorkshire gold tea. <laughs> the best. <laughs> Hello, people. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening. Wherever you are in the world, watching us live on Twitch, oh, that's video on demands, or even in your podcasting devices. I am Lord Teammaker, aka Will McKellar. Joining me, as always, drinking the finest tea in the land. In the world, it's James Atkinson. Good morning, everybody. With... And also joining us with his coffee, his lovely coffee, to wake him up on his Saturday morning in the States, it's Chris Hagelman. Hello, hello. I am the coffee night, after all. You, you are the coffee night. I, I am the coffee night. I would I would make other comments about the fact that you're not drinking tea, but you are coffee night. You, so you have a shtick. I am you the coffee keep, night. You have a shtick you have to keep, too. Hey, listen, listen. Tea and coffee, they don't have to be on opposite sides. They can be on the same side. True. But, um, coffee... No. Coffee, no tea, 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 <laughs> tea doesn't destroy my empty stomach like coffee does. This is true. Coffee tea is doesn't not a destroy my soul like coffee does. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Like, if, if I need energy quick... I will pound some coffee, but like there are mm -hmm. dire consequences, like for me drinking that much coffee. <laughs> like, <laughs> not nothing good comes from me drinking a lot of coffee. Tea, on the other hand, see, like, if I were to explain it, coffee is a lot like a corn song, right? Aggressive <laughs> in your ears, just kind of like, or like tea is kind of like the, you know, remember those old commercials? Like, I woke up in the morning and I watched the sunrise. And I sat there to myself and thought, this day is going to be a wonderful day. And that's why I have Yorkshire tea. Wait a second. Uh, that's how they advertise coffee. Yeah, but they shouldn't, because coffee is violent. The best part of waking up it's is Folgers in your cup. Hashtag yep. sponsored, not sponsored. <laughs> Does anybody remember, like, the old... Was it, was it, was it the <laughs> Colombian coffee? Where, like, it's extremely racist nowadays. Uh, but the old commercial where, like, they would, like, wake up and, like... They'd be like, oh, I need to have some coffee. And then, like, the guy from Colombia who comes with, like, in, like, a hat, a poncho, and a really ridiculous mustache with a donkey would, like, hand them Colombian coffee and be like, here you go. It <laughs> is like, in these tales of Quan Valdez. don't remember that at all. You don't remember that coffee? I don't remember that. Oh, we have to show you that commercial. That was real bad. I always remember that from Beavis and Butthead. Always remember that from Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, it's, it, it was an actual commercial. Quan Valdez. Oh, oh no! I I see it. I see it now. Yeah, I re I recognize now that I see it. I recognize it. Yeah. See, that sounds more like a Hovis advert for us over here. Hovis. Cafe de Colombia. Cafe de Colombia. Muy bueno. So yeah. So how's everyone this week? Have you had a good week? Yeah, for the most part. You no. Know, yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah. Melty, melty week. You it's know, been less hot this week. It has. It was it's cooled down a little last bit. Last week. Um, and with the power, it's even cooler. 
True. It is. It is a lot cooler. Um, I watched some of the meteor showers this week. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I did not catch that, sadly. Um, it's supposed to still be going on. <laughs> Michael, what what did you expect? Two minutes in, and we're already talking about racist <laughs> Colombian coffee ad. What did you expect? <laughs> <laughs> We expected everything. We expected boobs. We expected porn mags. We expected petrol stations. Millwall jokes. Yeah, Millwall jokes, yep. By the way, if you're from Millwall, if anybody who listened to this is from Millwall, please actually at me and see if I'm close. I'd like to know. (laughs) (laughs) Moon Queen. Morning. Morning. Afternoon. (laughs) coming in under expectation a rare thing for this podcast (laughs) so i think today we're gonna have a hefty content dump yeah at least a hefty debate on the content dump yeah i think we you know buckle in get ready for it take it take the bible in with you for this one because you know you're going to be in there until revelations And so, <laughs> okay, I was gonna say I, I, I thought I thought you were gonna go a different direction with that. Uh, my thought is to take the Bible in there because you're gonna have a coming to God moment. <laughs> Why did I have the burrito? <laughs> so yeah, so here we go. Then. Right, By the way, when you're having that one. problem, drink coffee or orange juice. Yeah. But never together. That's just horrible. Uh, that's weird. That's very weird. Okay, so let's let's get into it. Let's get into the big one. Let's say uh, Epic Games. What are you doing? Hmm? What are you doing? I mean, you must have known. Well, you would have known. Let let let's call it like it is. There's no there's no sort of innocence or naivety here. They decided to put on the mobile stores their own direct payments to circumvent around the you know Apple store and Google taking a cut of their money, which in turn triggered Apple and Google saying, no, hang on a minute, uh, terms of service here, right? Can you not see the terms of service here? Off you go. Which in turn then triggered Epic going, oh no, we're going to sue you for that. And then have an advert that seemed to be conveniently made and rolled out about saying how they don't want 2020 to be like a George Orwell novel. Hmm. 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 Scratch your chin moment here. Because let's be honest here, right? They want us. They want us. To say, you know, to you start using the hashtag and fight Fortnite's freedom so they can go on the mobile stores again without having to pay that cut. And I, I, I go, I look at it more like this and go, what? No. <laughs> you, you know, Epic has been known for dickish maneuvers in the past. So they don't get a free pass there. We know that they're a multi billion dollar company, so they don't get a free pass there. And I think, and this is the one thing I, I, I was going to say to you, James, before the show started. Uh-huh. Uh, it's convenient they've done this when another game has come out and exploded in popularity. 
that's gonna that's taken away the focus from Fortnite, isn't it? Fall Guys. Yeah. I mean, marketing trends are marketing is marketing is marketing. So mm -hmm. there, there is that. Uh, let's. I, it's a lot to unpack. First of all, we have two very rich companies screaming "Woe is me," uh, mm -hmm. which I find hilarious and also kind of sad, uh, but also not unexpected given the state of the world in 2020. Like, yeah. Let's not have this be an Orwell. It, we're pretty darn close at this point, folks. We are really darn close at it being mm. like that. Uh, but besides from all of all of the cultural ramifications, let's let's break this down. Um, Epic wants more money. Yep, <laughs> they want their relevancy back because their Fortnite is waning compared to Fall Guys, Fall Guys, Fall Guys, Fall Guys. Though, though, once again, we have to be real here. Um, there is plenty of times where we see these games gain popularity, but they don't stick around. Mm -hmm. If we, but here, if we look at Twitch right now and Twitch's categories, because you know I like using Twitch live at any time as a barometer. Yeah, you love those numbers. I love those numbers. There's four, four games, or four types in the top. Oh, that are breaking over 100,000 viewers. Going from most to least. Just Chatting has 219k viewers right now. Number one. Mm -hmm. um, hi, Alinity. Why are you still on this platform? Uh, <laughs> number two. Uh, with 109, 90k. League. But, League of Legends, what? Uh, it's what? It's eleven o'clock. So there there might be a tournament or something going on right now. I'm not too yeah. sure. Uh with one thirty eight K is Fortnite. Right. And with one thirty one K is Fall Guys. Uh yeah, it looks like Riot does have a tournament going on right now. That's why the viewership is pretty darn high. <laughs> so so Fort Fortnite is could be losing ground soon to Fall Guys if Fall Guys keeps it up. But here's but the here's the thing. We're gonna look at this as a strategy. Fall Guys needs to strike while the iron's hot and go, okay, yeah. here's a couple new game modes, here's a couple new this, here's a couple new that. If they just do nothing and they leave this static, they're gonna lose momentum and die out. Yeah. Cause this game, though fun and has the social zeitgeist right now, I can tell you in probably about two to three more weeks. It's it's yeah. not gonna have anything because remember when Ghost of Tsushima came out, mm -hmm. everybody was playing that game. It was the number one thing on Twitch. Now, um, I can't find it because what's what else is coming out soon? Um, Marvel's Avengers. Yeah, this I, weekend we got the open beta. I so. I bet I bet you that when Marvel's Avengers launches in like beginning of September. Mm -hmm. that's going to shoot right up and Fall Guys are going to see Fall Back because everybody's going to play Marvel. Where's Rocket League in terms of that list? Uh, is that still getting high-ish numbers or is that still of that sort of dropped now? I'm scrolling for it right now. Yeah, I'm scrolling for it right now too. It's good to see Yakuza 6 is up at uh, uh, 14.5k. That's because Ko's playing it right now. That is literally Ko's nice. viewership. Rocket League is uh, 
4,200. Yep. Yeah, so that has dropped quite a bit. Yeah, Crash Bandicoot 4 is coming out in October, but I I don't honestly see that hitting the numbers of Ghost of Tsushima or, you know, uh, or even a Fall Guys or a Fortnite. No. So they're just for they're just looking for money and and i don't want to see the problem is i kind of like do we take sides here because i'm like well apple's a large company but they have in terms apple and google are large companies google obviously apple is the one who's making the majority of the headlines but they're both large companies right Mm. they both have ridiculous amount of money fortnite surprising into it more than apple because li- literally Fortnite was just like, oh shit. And they've made a lot of money since then. Um, and then moving beyond that, you know, it's do we really care? Does Fortnite on mobile really make them anything? I feel like that Fortnite on the PC is kind of the way that they play it. And it's the, the competitive way to go. Um, I mean, hell, Samsung build their devices so that like, you can play Fortnite on this. They've sold devices based on that. Um, yeah. Either end, the, the terms of service is there. They're you're they're using their app store. They're using their platform. Part of that is that Apple's like we get a cut. That's just the way it is. We're on Twitch. You use Bits, or you use a sub, or if you use Bits, we get it. But if you use a sub, mm-hmm. Amazon gets their cut. It's the, the cost yeah. of doing business. It's a fifty-fifty split, which. I think it's a pretty good deal given like what Amazon does. We essentially yeah, they, use they the servers for free. We don't pay them yeah. for anything. We don't pay them yeah. to be on this. And they say, if and when you get subs, 50% off. By the way, in August, if you sub to us for free for your first month, it's 20% off. Did you know this? You do now. Yeah, that's the thing. Surprise. Surprised you. Snuck it in, snuck the ad in there on the side for you. But yeah, so it's the rich wanting to get richer, the poor wanting to get poor. And I think Jamesy's crazy conspiracy theory coming out here. Um, there's there's more to do with this. Um, um, there's more to going on than just this. Um, I think that this might be a a China v Apple play. Yeah, you think this is a ten cent thing because of what Trump was up to, and ten cent being being owned by the Chinese, part partially owned by the Chinese government, mm-hmm. um, and Apple not liking some of the like, yeah, some tariff kind of stuff. This could be that. This just could be them poking at each other, which is you know what whatever. I I do think it's Epic poking at. It's definitely them poking at Apple and Google because. How? Why else, right? Once they started and they were kicked off, did suddenly this advert appear? They had that ready to roll. They really did. They had that ready to roll and go because people minutes after that happened were seeing that advert in in Fortnite the game. Well, because they knew they were breaking the toss. Yeah. Now, now, is this a clever marketing ploy? Probably. I would say it's it's pretty good when some of the ones I've come up there get yourself tossed off. Because guess what? You're in the news right now, guys. And yeah. you know, there's no there's you know there's no such thing as bad press. 
Especially if you can make yourself look like the victim in the situation, which I know they're campaigning hard to do. Ultimately, um, this is a who gives a shit moment. I want to know how much Fortnite Mobile is actually part of the revenue share. If I were to guess, I think it's single digits percentage of the overall revenue that Fortnite gets them. I think so because it's not it it's it's fun you can play Fortnite on the run and on the move but that's what did you um, fucking do it i just have a feeling it is just purely for them to go oh shit we're not in the headlines because of Fortnite. let's do something here oh oh let's do this because are we talk commonly talking about four guys no, we're talking about Fortnite and it being kicked off. That phrase again, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Yeah, that's what exactly what this is. It's a, it's a publicity stunt. <laughs> and people are probably going to take the side of Epic over Apple because Apple's more negatively received in the news than anybody and than anything else. So it's a smart play. As as I'm... the song you heard if you were here before the show started. You kick them while they're up, you kick them where they're down. Uh, we literally played a song based on what the story we're talking about. People love dirty laundry. This is what this is. Uh, ultimately, I don't play Fortnite, so... I don't anymore. <laughs> it's no longer on my PlayStation. I never reinstalled it. I, um, I will play it again for charity, um, but I ask ridiculous amounts of money for that for charity... For me to play it which is fair yeah. <laughs> a lot bigger than the target we did we we've put on for yeah, extra I, life which i will i will play games like that if people play stupid amounts of money to give to kids who deserve it mm -hmm. that has been always been my mo mo we've been we've always been able to break our own habits i will not play this game unless you pay us this amount of money but not me the charity to help others exactly yeah, to help others. don't pay me the money i don't know what i'm gonna do with it give it to yeah. other people so um ultimately what are your guys thoughts do you even care <laughs> do um i i actually do okay uh and it, it's a low level care don't get me wrong it is a low level care about the specific thing about the the exact details of what's going on there but um small time app developers this is huge like this is actually the biggest battle that they're going to be seeing because if epic wins this that means small tier developers have the availability to link out to their website people pay for the in-game cash on their website it goes to the game and they don't have to pay that 30 percent cut that's going to hit apple enormously Oh yeah, but that's also the main like bloodstream of most small tier developers are those additional purchases <laughs> or the small charges. I don't think Epic wins this. I actually think they might. How they signed a contract when they used the toss? They're literally <clears throat> breaking their contract by doing this. If if the contract is actually saying that the purchases in app are within the field of that code if it's coming from a different side of things 
if it's coming in from their website somewhere off of the phone, off of the app itself, it may not fall into place. Okay. If 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 I'm Epic, then then this you want to know the loophole that you just prescribed. This is how I do it. You make your Epic account what you use to log into the mobile device to play Fortnite, and then you mm-hmm. tell people go to the Epic website, like you said, go to the Epic website and buy coins for your Epic account, not specifically for the app, because then you're paying yes. for inter- that's 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 the loophole. Mm-hmm. But if they're saying like these these purchases inside the app were meant specifically for the mobile version, and the mobile version can't share its account across wide with all other platforms, then they don't have a leg to stand on, and they're fucked. Precisely. And if it's going to each other Let's version see. of uh, Fortnite, if you can buy that same monetary value for the mobile app and it translates to the desktop installation, then they do have still a leg to stand on. It's yeah. only if it's explicitly for the app itself. That's oh. where things get... That's the gray line that's being fought right now. And we don't know that. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking for right now. Um, I'm yeah, because that, that's, exactly that's, that's the thing that um, yeah, that's the thing that Epic was saying in a press release when Jim Sterling was on about it. Is it's that thing, it's that line saying this could be huge for for game devs. It's quite interesting to hear from you guys' point of view because James, you're you're more on the business side of things, a little bit. Look at business side, Chris, you're game dev, mm-hmm. so you see it from that point of view, and for myself, I'm consumer. We really have the grand trifecta of gaming. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just I just think that if this hurts Apple more than it does Fortnite. Easily. Easily. Um But it's also a low blow on Epic Games Store because it's just like we can get Apple while everybody's kicking the shit out of Apple. It it really is. But but it's it's the it's the little guys honestly that I'm this is this is where things can get really scary or really really good. This is like one of those pivotal moments where things could go bad or they could go good. And I'm hoping that it turns <clears throat> out in favor of the small devs cuz I mean, let's be honest, Apple has been having shitty and shady practices for a long time. Yeah, yeah, this isn't new. An epic for a shorter yep. amount of time. Yep. <laughs> epic for a shorter <laughs> amount of time. I'm okay with two two vitriolic giants duking it out if the little guys can crack it and go, all right, time to make my share. Then what does that change the but then what's stopping Apple from changing their terms of service? Just saying, okay, now all app stores purchase uh, now all purchases through apps, even if they link to outside websites, still have to go through Apple Store. Uh, there's no possible way for them to properly enforce that. They deny apps that do it. Yeah, I suppose. Because then it really hurts the little guys and just say, you can't do this. And then all of a sudden your app that did do this and by accident or now gets taken off the store. And you need to go like through I a said, whole redevelop <laughs> process. Like I said, this is where it could get really scary or really good. Yeah. So this is. That's, I'm, I'm hoping it turns out good. That's Will the escalation. It? I have no idea. That's the escalation. Yeah. Is that like if it Epic really wins is. and then they just change their toss and then at that point it's just like now now we're kind of in the same place that we yeah. were in. And then what does Fortnite do? Like okay, 
well, what do we do now? You're, you're in the same place. You just, you just argued a bunch, spent a lot of money on a bunch of other shit, mm -hmm. and you're in the same still goddamn place. You know who won? The lawyers. Literally, that's the only person who would win. Everyone else has lost a bunch of money. A bunch of people got hurt. This, so that's why this is actually important is because of the small tier. It, this like, is, yeah, everybody, this is like politics. Like, anytime you see politicians suing each other over an issue, this is literally that same process, but in gaming terms. Um, yep. Yeah, so you hope that the young devs, I hope so too. I just think people are just, uh, people are going to get screwed one way or the other out of this. It's just going to happen. Yeah. When I, I mean, I'm honestly, hmm. if I'm looking at this as a risk versus reward, I hope Epic loses. I hope they lose because that means there is no shift. There's no major change. changes. Mm -hmm. it, there is no change and people can continue without having to do massive overhauls. If I want a risk in it, I would want Epic to win in a way that prevents Apple from weaseling their way through a shift in that TOS. Here's a question for you. Okay. Mm -hmm. If Epic loses this case, yeah, yep. what's to stop them trying to launch their own Epic Store app for phone for, for for phones that they could use to circumvent this and say, okay, we don't want Fortnite on Apple stores. Okay. We have our own, so you can get it and play it there, this and then take the money one. away from there. Uh it's operating system ownership yeah um right you would have to break uh apple's tos again to actually install the app so the consumer right. would then take the hit not even epic they can develop it for the for that and launch it on their website there's nothing stopping them from launching something for people to download separately away from that store yeah but it is then on the consumer's usage and that loses them their iTunes and Apple accounts on that side. On Android, there's absolutely nothing. Because Android, Android is the open, open source platform. Yeah. 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 And I think, once again, we're not really talking about Google in the <clears> sense, because Google is probably just like... Eh. Google pulled them from the store, but that's not actually like a hit, because you can still just go download the app directly. Like, yeah. that's yeah. an option you have on your phone. And they're suing Google for the same thing, and it's like, well, Google will probably win it. Google definitely can win it because they can say there's nothing actually preventing you from just launching the app. Yeah. <laughs> we took we took it Whereas off. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas um with uh with Apple, their whole platform, everything yeah. is proprietary. This feels like flappy down bird to the all actual over again. things. Yeah. Well, so <coughs> Flappy Bird was a little different. I know, just the drama around it. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's just uh I mean, the timing of this to me—that's that's the thing that gets me—is the timing of them pulling this. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. Well, I'm wondering when they got pulled from Google, because if they get pulled from Google, they know they're going to get pulled from Apple. So if they went for Google and uh, Apple hadn't pulled them yet, I don't know the exact timing of this, but it only takes like a day to make one of those advertisements, and it takes another day to upload it. So it was if it's within two was days. It, was, it, was it Wednesday or Thursday this happened? This kicked off. Because I think I, I'm sure it was Wednesday. 
that this all kicked off because it was it was thingy it was in literally in a matter of minutes that we saw this happening in one bit or another saying okay they do it they're doing this this is launched and now apple a few minutes later went okay you're off there and then a few minutes later the advert went up and then it was about an hour hour and a half that google decided to kick them off and that was when it was the same day the fort you know epic decided to sue apple and then i think it was like a day later they decided to sue google it was all very quick it was <clears throat> you still play PUBG on mobile Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to see what yeah. if they have any other if Epic Games has any other mobile uh, mobile games. Um, I mean their engine is all over. Yeah, so that's the other thing. In a have. sense, yes. So yeah, no, that's the other thing. Fortnite. I don't think Fortnite is even as big of a revenue share as people think it is for that, uh, for Epic. Yeah, that's like I said. Like when you look at the mobile revenue share of Epic Game, like if you see what Fortnite's revenue is, and then let's take the mobile version of Fortnite. You know, it's probably like a percent, you know, like in a single digits of percent of what Fortnite's overall revenue is. And then Fortnite's overall revenue of all of Epic Games revenue is still probably pretty minus, not not as big as we, we think it is. Because that licensing, though, that licensing, yeah. though. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like, you're looking at some big titles. I mean, Final Fantasy uh, VII Remake was done with Unreal, it looks like. The entire Gears franchise, the Borderline fra- uh, Borderlands franchise. Just so many major Yep, Final Fantasy VII was used to use Unreal 4. Unreal 5 being used on the new consoles. I'm pretty excited and scared about that. Mm. It's like if you skip the assembly part of putting a car together. And then just suddenly have a functional car that works. Hey, Todd Howard, it just works. It just works. It's <laughs> it really just scary. Works. It just works. Look, it like looking at it from works. a 3D side, it's it's actually like really scary. <laughs> Going from ZBrush to engine is horrifying to think about. Uh, other than other news, Little Big has has released a new video called The Tacos. I listened to that the other day. I haven't yet. I feel bad that I haven't yet. Oh, it's not great. It doesn't have as... Uh, it's no Hypno Dancer? It's no Hypno Dancer. And it's no Uno. Um, But it is It is good. His mic it's is a not... burrito, though. <laughs> I haven't watched the video. Oh, the video looks like it's ridiculous. Like, they're dressed up in, like... Ketchup costumes and hot dog costumes and mustard costumes. Oh, really? Oh my god. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna have to watch this after the show. This is just me being a little ADD and going, like, oh oh. <laughs> Shiny object disappeared. Ooh. Also, I love their dancer. <laughs> yeah, no, their dancer is legit. Like he's he's really good. Yeah, big guy too can really move. Hmm. Okay, uh, on to the next bit then, right? Right. Um, delays. There's two more delays happened this week. Um, Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Vampire Masquerade is delayed till next year. But also, and this is what 
getting people concerned about the Xbox Series X being delayed and pushed back. Halo Infinite has been delayed till next year. So people are worried that there's no first person title or first party title at launch for the Xbox. Eh? Does it matter? I mean, let's let's be real here. Xbox's marketing strategy lately has not been yeah, has not been console, 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 new games, new games, new games. It's been Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. What I am worried about uh, is a couple of comments that came out saying, "Yes, Halo will have multiplayer. Yes, it will be free. Also, Halo multiplayer will have a battle pass." And I'm going, "Oh my God, we're getting Halo Battle Royale." Oh dear. <laughs> No, we don't want that. What if Halo no. Battle Royale is released for a console to start with, and then the game comes later? Oh. So long as they release standard deathmatch, the classic versions of everything, I'm okay with that. Because you know what? All it is is another game mode. Yes. That you'd probably avoid playing. <laughs> like, I, mean, I don't need that mode. Does it? Does anybody else feel like that the Halo franchise at this point is like the Internet Explorer of first-person shooters, where it's just like, <laughs> you know, like we've already loaded and moved on to next iterations, and they're like, "Hey, you know what's cool? Battle passes. Let's put one in." And you're just like, "It's been like three fucking years, Halo. <laughs> like you had yeah, a new out. game out when this happened originally." You could have done... No? Okay. <laughs> yeah, see, so you have a new gun there. It's not gold. Would you like help with that? <laughs> Master Chief Paperclip comes in. Just watching just like... all. I just can imagine just like Fortnite dances in Halo now. It's just like, ah. Uh. I mean, technically, didn't Halo originate dances in first-person shooters? And I'm going to say why in a second. I thought you You're going to talk about teabagging. Teabagging. Uh, nope. Teabagging did not come from Halo. Halo popularized it. I believe it was Counter Strike. Yeah, but it got bigger with Halo. I, I experienced it with Halo. I mean, Halo just amplified first person shooters. Halo and Call of Duty in that era, in the old, like, in the classical era of the early first person shooter. And, like, the five people who it played. Really, Feels good too. <laughs> Shut up, you. <laughs> Go back into your corner. <laughs> you knew what you did with the cops versus robbers one. You knew. It's a hot pursuit. <laughs> it was a shitty one. Regardless. Yeah. So. You don't think then this is going to affect the launch at all? They're just going to go, okay, we, we'll get some games out. We'll just we've got Game Pass, so you can play your new your old stuff on a new console, and it looks better. Oh look, look! Do you want to know what this is? <laughs> We're sorry. We're so sorry. That's what it is. We're sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so. We're sorry. That's what it is. They're, they're, they're sorry, but. It's it. A part of me, the majority of me doesn't care, right? Let's right. start off there. Like, the, no, that's fine. That's the fine. The majority of me doesn't give a shit. The other part of me goes, "You want to know what, everybody? A delayed game means it's not a shit game yet. Because mm-hmm. yep. a game that's delayed means there's still a potential for it to be good. 
we have two things on the table. This is this is how delays in the extremes. This is how delays can look. We can either look at No Man's Sky and say this should have been delayed, or Duke Nukem and say this shouldn't have been. Yeah, there's the two fields there. So I understand people being upset when things get delayed, but so long as it doesn't get delayed indefinitely, air quotes. Yeah. 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 Push it back a year, push it back two years, good. I've said it with Cyberpunk. I don't care how long this game is delayed, as long as it's good. It means they have more time mm-hmm. to work on it. And let's be honest here, folks, with the way the world is right now, we have to expect that there's going to be delays because people are working in extenuating circumstances. And let's also be honest about something for something else. Um, it, it, it is a positive thing. I'm going to twist this to be positive. All right. Okay. Here, hear me. Watch this now. Watch this big brain play. Um, the majority of the developers are working from home, correct? <laughs> Mm-hmm. How do companies yeah. manage crunch time if they can't get them to be in the physical office for them to monitor them? They can't. They absolutely can't. Which means working from home, obviously you can work those crunch hours, but something tells me they're a little bit more comfortable and you can be more easily distracted. You can get away from your desktop a lot easier because if you're logged in in there and unless you're on a Zoom conference with somebody, they can't tell that you're not working. So there's uh, th- a little bit. Yes more. and no. Yes and no. Yes and no. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, there's probably like it's harder to monitor and harder to get people to crunch if you can't physically keep them all in one place and be like, "We're going to watch over you." This is Big Brother. Why aren't you? Why aren't you coding, Dave? Dave, we need that code. Dave. So um, the mut- from from the developer side, you can actually see, uh, especially if they're using live um code teams yep uh so visual studio and github have exploded in their technology which makes sense because you have a billion and a half developers but the core thing is that when you're running visual studio you can actually connect in with your team and code together in real time so there are people who can just pop in and say oh yeah hey look this guy has like 35 changes in the system fantastic or you could look at, you could actually like sit down and without even remoting in anywhere, you can check to see how much work is going in via the coding side, how much work is going in via the art side, how much work is going in via the uh, gap being bridged. So it's surprisingly easy to see that, but I, I do love the fact that if you're developing from home, so long as you have a healthy space for it, a lot of these devs can do that more efficiently than in an office. I can tell you as somebody who has worked from home is that I tend to work longer hours now because I'm more comfortable. And I'm not driving to where I have to work. I'm here. I can I can log on whenever I want, do what I need to, and then log off. It's convenient. It's comfortable for me. This is comfortable. This is nice. I have, I can, I'm not worried about other people. I'm not worried about other things. I can have what I want. You mean, I'm, I'm the type of guy who likes noise when he works. Like I need white noise. So I can have something on 
and listen to something while I'm working and just plugging away. And it works great for me. Um, so yeah, I think, like you said, monitoring crunch, I think like you said, though, that's what I was getting at is that like, it's, I think your workers are not only going to be more just as efficient, but also in a better mental state because of working from home. Mm -hmm. Because you're also going to have those guys who are at home who like wake up at two in the morning and they're just like, I can't sleep. Well, fuck it. I'll just go and log in and do some code. Cause yeah. I can. Cause there are people, there, there are, and there are people who just won't, but there are some people who will, and that's going to help the project. So ultimately a good game. What, who it was, it was Nintendo. The guy who ran Nintendo said, mm -hmm. ultimately a delayed yeah. game is always a, like, could also always be a good game or something. And I prescribed that, you know, I'm never a, a upset. delayed game has the, has the chance to be good. Yes. It still has the chance to be good. Yeah. A released game. That's bad. Will never be good, unless you're No Man's at Sky. That point. Unless <laughs> but, you're No Man's Sky, which took four years. <laughs> but but four but years. that took a. But let's be honest about one more thing about No Man's Sky before we transition to the next segment. No Man's Sky. We we keep saying props to, like the development team for keeping going. Mm -hmm. There's one other people person we have to give props to, and I hate to say the name. Props to Sony for not pulling funding. Yes, like they could have said yeah. this is fucked, just didn't take the money away, but they kept them. They they kept the team. They kept paying them. They kept allowing them to develop it. So, <clears throat> I mean, let's be real here. Like they could have said fuck it, and they didn't. Yeah, they could have. They kept the money. So there you go. Um. I think that's all the news and the rants. Hello, games. Thank you for all your hard work. Yes. Uh, we have one more for myself. Um, there is Warner Brothers have confirmed that there will be a new Batman game coming. Ooh. And they'll be showing it off on the 22nd of August at 6.30 p.m. UK time. And it is Gotham Knights. So that's the potential of uh, being really cool. Gotham nights like Gotham days. <laughs> Batman, doesn't want really to Batman. Is, Batman really is the Call of Duty of superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I He's not low quality, but he is published every single year. Yes, he is. Uh, I would, <laughs> I, it was Spider-Man for a while. Like it was Spider-Man for a good time. Yeah, there was a lot of Spider-Man. And then what? The PS2 days, PS3? Yeah, and then Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Swinging action. Mm -hmm. Fucking Marvel yeah. Ultimate Alliance. Remember those games? Those were mm -hmm. those were some fun times. Uh, now we get Avengers, which eh. we get the tribute act to the films. <laughs> Yay! They like the voice <laughs> actors, but like fucking Troy Baker is Iron Man. I mean, could you have like? It's Troy Baker. Like, I, I love the guy. I love his work. He is a solid voice actor. I am playing Death Stranding. I'm getting a lot of Troy Baker. And it's just like, can we, like, find a different role for this guy and just not have him be, I'm Iron Man. I'm like, Troy, you're not even trying. You're just you right now. 
even though Lenore's in it. <laughs> so it's like, it, I, can, I can see that point of almost like a who's who of voice actors for the who's who of super, superheroes in the Marvel I mean, bit. You've got Laura, you've got the, the, the wedded dream team of uh, Laura Bailey and Travis Willingham, who's from Critical Role. So immediately you've yeah. got that audience pulled in, right? Because yeah. they're in it. Yeah. Then you've got Troy Baker and Nolan North. <laughs> okay, like, who else are we going to get? Like, David Hayter should round out this crew, and then we're done. Because we've got all the... David Hayter and Dumb Cockle. Thank no, you. Uh, they need to the... be in. No, who's the woman who does <laughs> FemShep? FemShep. <laughs> the girl. She's been in everything, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Avengers. Voice. Actors. It's just... Yeah, I... I... I don't have high hopes for this game. I really don't. Yeah, behind Jennifer Hale. All right. Yeah, Jennifer Hale. Yep. So Travis Willingham is Thor. Oh, I, I I'm, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, everybody. Troy Baker is Bruce Banner, and Nolan North is Iron Man. <laughs> like, like, I mean, Laura Bailey and Travis Willingham, I get. Because, like, Travis has played Thor, I think, in, like, pretty much every iteration of the Marvel video games. Mm hmm Like, so he's been the voice of Thor. Laura Bailey is good. She has range. She was the lead character in the latest Gears game, Gear 6. Wasn't she in Laura Bailey in Last of Us 2? No, that's Ashley Johnson. No, I'm, I'm thinking oh, no, yeah, wait, Laura she's, Bailey she's, was yeah, Abby. Abby. She is Abby. Yeah. Sorry, Ashley Johnson, who's also on Critical Role, plays Ellie. Mm -hmm. Um, apparently, also in like the Marvel, yeah, and, and she's played Natasha Romanov in like all of like the late, the last like. Right, so that makes sense too. Yeah, so like she has been Black Widow. She has also been yeah yeah. Where I'm like going back to like 2016, and she's played. Black Widow, and like, and it's like, I know I've met Troy in real life, and I know Tish is almost practically Letitia Lemon is practically friends with Nolan North, <laughs> right? But come on, guys, I'm not. I don't have a problem with them yeah. as voice actor. I really am okay with them, but it's just like, could we have found another like Troy Baker and Nolan North characters? Hmm. Like, I, I, but they're pro, they're prolific for a reason. I say this all the time. They're yes, prolific yes. for a reason. Yeah, because we know that you know that they're Nathan Drake and his brother. <laughs> I forget He was Batman in in the Origins Batman Origins game. Uh, Laura Bailey was, was Black Widow in those. <laughs> so wow. Yeah, yeah. So let. They're good, but it is like the greatest hits of Avengers. Cause it is. It just doesn't work, though. That's the problem from the site, from view. It may work gameplay-wise, but from, from that, that trailer, it's so E3. It's, it's more the listening side of things. That's the problem. Uh... Like, everybody hears Iron Man, and they hear Robert Downey Jr., right? That's, mm -hmm. the, that's the one problem when you have a person who's played the role so goddamn well that nobody else can do it. It's like there's no other way you're never going to be able to at least us at least the next couple generation or like the next generation too is not going to yeah. be able to be like Iron Man is Robert Downey Jr. Like those two are not separable like cuz by the end he wasn't fucking acting. He was just being Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> like mm -hmm. that's, that's just who he was. 
So we're going to have that problem. Now, Thor, Chris Hemsworth, great job with the with the mm-hmm. role. I can see somebody, once again, Travis Willingham can be Thor because they have time and role. But it's like, it's difficult when you're trying to make a high profile game like this. And like, it's like Marvel's Avengers. And it's like, yeah. And then like, they also kind of don't look like the Avengers. Wasn't Travis in um, Fallen Order? As the Jedi, the Jedi mentor, because I, yes, if it is him, because he is, he is very prolific in video games. Oh, he is like, no, like Laura Bailey, like the people they have in this thing are like probably pretty close to being the who's who of voice actors for video games. Yeah. Like they are prolific as hell and I'm happy for them because they, they deserve to be (laughs) in a game like this. I think this game gets the, the one thing that they can do and it's literally just a title change that just makes this okay. Right, mm. you call this Aven- Ultimate Avengers Alliance because it, it's the Ultimate Universe. It's not the pr- the main universe. It's so it's like okay, this is Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury, or not Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury. Right? They just make that little bit of a change, and then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is the alt. This is an alternate timeline Avengers. This makes yeah. this makes sense. I get it. They're different now. I was a comic book guy. I can make that distinction because. Like, DC has 10 million universes, and the multiverse is a fucking thing. Hell, Spider-Man had a movie about it. Yeah. Um. By the way, if you haven't seen the Spider-Man uh, movie, you need to watch it. It is great. It is absolutely wonderful. Nick Cage is out of control. I I do have... I have a critique about Marvel Avengers. Yeah? Like, the movie or the game? The game. Okay. I want to send you a link, James, to this, and I think this is this best sums up what I'd feel about this Avengers game. I I love the fact that they're putting in uh, Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. I am too. For like one of the core people, because I I love her setup. I love her whole her whole shtick. But here here's my here's my complaint. All their models for the characters, the old like Iron Man. It's hard to screw up Iron Man because he has no like animated facial pieces. He's just the suit. Like, he's iconic just from the suit shapes. And Hulk, he looks like a CGI Hulk. There's there's not a whole huge, like, the spectrum of do, CGI Hulks. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, there's only one way you do the Hulk, and that's CGI. But everyone else looks like they were pretty much directly pulled out of Dad's studio. Like, the generic, free, just 3D model posing thing. I just I it blows my mind that they couldn't have gone more variant in the shapes of the people like you know what I would have been okay with and and ask and riddle me this Batman what if they just mocap their faces Travis has a very Thor looking face it's it's like it's not even well I know why they couldn't it's just, faces. I can't, I can't, I can't, like, I can't fathom why they've gone with this choice of the same three models, just copy and paste it onto everybody. Like, it's, it's very, it's very uncanny valley. It's very like, am I at Chuck E. Cheese and the robots are singing to me? It's very like late 2000s. It's very late 2000s. And I, I don't understand. I don't understand I think, how they got to this point. 
I think that clip that I sent you show, shows my feelings on this. I agree with you, Will. I absolutely agree with you. <laughs> Should uh, I post it? Uh, you can post it in chat. I'm not... You We've been getting copyright and claimed a lot more lately on YouTube, <laughs> so I'm a little bit hesitant to play stuff in like the middle of a thing. Also, because like people are really getting pissed about Twitch streamers watching YouTube videos and like not elevating them to a new content level. No, I do feel that we do that. Like if we watch YouTube videos, there's usually trailers, and then we usually comment on those trailers, and we we have a discussion based around those things. So I think we yeah. we we're not running into that issue, but at the same time, we're not like watching another streamer shit to watch to like comment on it and like get revenue off of it also this assumes we get ad revenue for this channel and right? yeah yeah right right <laughs> this is like, i'm not sitting here going like can we copy strike pewdiepie can we get the ad revenue can i have 500 bits for doing xyz no no but you know what i will do i will tell you what i've been playing um, cool. Uh, not a lot, but some stuff. Uh, let me. I've been kind of in a weird funk. I, I I've hit that summer video game funk, where you yeah. want to play something and you just can't find the game that keep that keeps your interest. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've been just doing the like, let's download a bunch of games that I've spent less than twenty five minutes playing, and see if one of them hits. Yeah. Um. So right now on my computer install that I've been working, that I've been playing with is uh, I've got Far Cry 3, Total War Troy Saga, which I got for free, Motorsport Manager, Remnant from the Ashes, Factorial, Pillars of Eternity. I've all at least played a couple minutes of. Yeah. Um, Motorsport Manager, I've probably spent the most time in. Um, maybe that's because I found a game to give my, a way to give myself a bunch of money to start with. So it's not so horrible in the early game. Um, but some other games I've played were, uh, <coughs> Surviving Mars, Fantasy Star Online 2, Battlestar Galactica Deadlock, uh, Fate Extella Link, uh, Gothic, uh, Battlefleet Gothic 2, Shadow Run Dragonfall. And then I tried playing Pathfinder Kingmaker, but... In a weird turn of events, um, the software that I use to remote into work conflicts with the operating game system for <laughs> Pathfinder, and I can't play it. <laughs> so I'd have to uninstall the program that I use to remote into work to play the game. So I was like, well, not playing that game. Can't do it. Um... None of these have really held my interest for more than like an hour, hour and a half. No, no. I, I'm. I want to try Pillars of Eternity again, um, because it's a, it's it's a game that's long running. I want mainly. I want to play Pillars One because I want to get to Pillars Two, and I wanted to kind of give like, okay, let's give a long running CRPG a shot. But yeah, I mean, No Man's Sky is fun, but like, it's just like I'm in a base building part, and I just don't want to go out and mine resources. Football Manager. Guys, I, I made 121 episodes of the yeah, Football Manager I, series. I think Football Manager 2020 is done for you. It I've, sounds like I've, I've, I've done I've done my time on that game. I it was a good it was a good run. Uh, I played 634 hours of it. Um, yeah, I think it's good. I think I think I think I got my money's worth out of that game. <laughs> I will yeah. finally I will I will play through to the end of the season. Do a recap video. 
just to like tell people, okay, this is where we ended. This is where we got. Um, because Pepe deserves that. Let's be honest, the the cult hero Pepe hands. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> he deserves it. Um, also because the the perfect season's gone. That was like the one last thing I needed to do. I won the quadruple, the quintuple last year. I won every tournament we were in. So it's like, what do you, what do you do at that point? You sell a bunch of your players, make a ton of money, and then like you're still really good. It's just, <laughs> I, I did I did find, and this will be the last thing I say before I, I switch off you guys. I did find, and this is the my favorite part of this. I found mm. a player in the game. He's a Brazilian striker, and his media title is the next Pepe. <laughs> I was like, I'm fucking signing this guy now. I have to. Uh, but yeah, but that's it. Uh, that's literally all I've been playing. If anybody can find a game that will like suck me in for a period of time that isn't World of Warcraft, I would really like that. There is, there's two games you have missed out on that, and I'll start with those. Mine. Yeah. One is Formula One 2020. Oh, yes. I, that's a mm-hmm. game I want to play more of. But I can't because... You play for you. It's it's a Sunday and maybe a Wednesday from this week. No, not no. it will not be this week because if it's if we're doing Monaco, Monaco needs yeah. to be the Sunday. Yeah, it has to be the Sunday. Let's be real here. And again, you're getting better at it. It was a top ten finish for you this week, wasn't it? Yes, didn't beat you. No, that's that's okay. We're now three two on the on the head to head. Let's be honest. Did anybody think I was going to beat Will on this? Well, you know, up to that point, you were you were beating me on a couple. You, you binned didn't... it. You binned <laughs> it. I haven't binned it yet. I've got, <laughs> yeah, true. I have. I have. I have royally fucked the car multiple times, but I've gotten it across the line. True. Uh, we do have a question coming in before I continue with the second one, um, and. Uh, I have no opinion on this at all. Uh, what do you guys think of the Digimon reboot? The games or the anime? Uh, if it's the games, I've always liked Digimon RPGs. I've always felt that they've been developed by subpar developers. I would love to see a major game studio take it and run with it. I think it could be very good. Uh, as for the anime, um, old Digimon has like that thing in my head where it was much better looking through the glasses that the eight the glasses of age when like i watched an episode of digimon recently old old digimon and i was like wow this show is shit why did i like this <laughs> why don't show? they put shading in this show at all um so i know that there's a new series but at the same time i don't know if i want to watch it because i have such fond memories of the older series and I don't want that to taint my, like, the show as a new one. And as much as we can say, well, I can think of them as differently. I can't. I, I can't. Um, so it, it's because it's it's not. They're just It's just a retelling of the story. And I, I know they're kind of bending the movie and everything into it, too. I get that. Um, so it's difficult for me to say. I, I, I want it to do well, but I want it to do well because I liked Digimon as a series Watching it, you know, Chris, let me see if you remember watching it on the WB network. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday oh, mornings, like right after Animaniacs. Fucking hell yeah. 
Think about that. I, I Genesis, kn- by the way, Genesis three. That was the name of the model that it looks like. Uh, the you Marvel found characters. The asset. You f- I found you the found asset. the asset. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Um, there's there's my thought, Moon Queen. I I I wanted to do well. It's not something I'm going to watch. Not because I'm not into anime right now. Um, it's just that I have fond memories of something, and I'd prefer to keep those memories where they are, and not taint them or ruin them with something new that came out because i'm gonna watch it and i'm gonna be like, i'm gonna watch the old series and i'm gonna watch the old series and go oh no no why did why did you do this hopefully that explains it for you so yeah so continuing what i was i was doing um i was playing also full guys for you guys last night oh yes Oh yes, that was a lot of fun. That that was a good laugh. And with it working, <laughs> yeah, it worked. It just worked. It just worked. <laughs> Is it an easy game yet, though? No. Am I I'm going to be interested when they put new, uh, new new game modes in? Yes, yes, I am. Am I already over you know, it? Yes. Not yet. Not yet for me. Because there was there was a tartan skin that was on the on the playstation version i'm like ooh, i only get that how many crowns oh two crowns oh shit <laughs> well that's me not getting it then because <laughs> you know winning and me don't go hand in hand with all guys it seems you, but get make it to the last. you just gotta make it to the last and you can't get a crown mm. well I, got, I did get to a second last you know last night when i was playing with last lisa and a couple of other people like tesla you know so it was there. Um, I, I've played some more Formula One. I have played a lot more Formula One. I am currently up to the start of the Belgian Grand Prix, the actual GP itself. We did qualifying this morning. So that's about to go up ready for showing you guys uh, down the line on YouTube. I've played some more in Acronox. Um, I am I'm on a super villain ship now. Which is just brilliant. They just keep taking this game into different directions, and it, it it just makes me smile the more I do do this game. Because you're thinking, oh, it's a comic book bit. Don't worry, we can do this one big fight. It'll be fine. Nope, because <laughs> they even set it like little comic strip boxes, which is just like little touches in this game. The more we go along, just makes it a joy to continue playing. Um, I completed Ghost of Tsushima this past week. Oh. Game hit you in the like, feels, didn't you? Didn't it? Yeah. I, I, I saw the, the ending sort of coming. But I didn't expect the choice of what I needed to do. Now, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that was uh, yeah, <laughs> the best way to. Do. It's what takes it out of you. It's like this, like a kick in the gut, and the the air just goes Vroom! straight out of you for that one. It's like whoa, okay. And then I went next day and got a platinum for it. <laughs> so it's like yeah, I just, I couldn't just end it at that point, you know. Just couldn't end it there. I had to go for the platinum, and the platinum's easy enough. You know, it's fairly straightforward. You know, you've got wind to help you. 
there's a couple of um collectible areas that you you have to go find because they're almost like a starting point of looking for the collectibles that are easily missable which is ironic in itself is it my game of the year has it overtaken the last of us 2 as my game of the year yes yes it has yes it has indeed taken over and why is it taken over because mainly right we know we know now of the last of us 2's revenge story yeah and we know how it drags on a bit and we look at it and go when you when you look on it on reflection you just go jesus give it a rest you've had the chances to do something different now do it that way you know just don't push on don't, don't keep going with it in ghost of shishima the revenge story seems it just it just seems more sort of clear-cut it just seems sort of okay we're doing this we need to do this i'm done yeah would you say that it's just a matter of pacing like ghost of tsushima's story is paced better than the last of us too yeah i'd say so i'd say I'd, I'd definitely say so because there is um because you can choose to go to the missions and carry on the story if you want rather than with last of us too you you do have to keep going and going and going but it's just i don't think i don't think it's a bad thing in last of us where you have moments of violence and brutality and then the moments of peace I just think there's maybe slightly too much of it. They could have just taken a bit out and just chucked in the bin. Whereas it, it's sort of when you do decide to go for the missions, it does build a crescendo in ghosts more. If you get my meaning on that one. Yes. Because act two is big. It is bloody big. If you want to go for side quest collectibles, but all the all the other side all the other gubbins, right? Act three feels a lot shorter. So the pace just went, okay, you've done this, now time to get on with it. So and and the fights. The sword fights, the one-on-one sword fights are just fucking amazing. It's not and it's not like the bosses cheat. Because they don't. They have a style that you can match. You can mix and match. And it's just your timing. If you get your timing down, those bosses don't stand a chance. And that, that I think, makes it... It makes you feel powerful. It makes you feel like if you don't win the fight, it's down to you. Because you didn't do something. Not the game cheating, not the game going, ah, ah, you tried to block me, did you? <laughs> did you press the button? Oh, you did. Still, and you're dead, you know. But yeah, that, that's what makes this game brilliant. I, I, I loved it. I loved every second of it. And what else did I complete this week? Did I, I completed uh, Army of Two. I completed that, yeah. I did another rally on uh, Dirt Rally and finished at 3 minutes 16 behind Tom Merritt. <laughs> so it was loud 316. Uh, another match on Snooker completed. Um, started Absolver, which is a weird fucking game. It feels a bit like Ghost of Tsushima, but rather than using weapons all the time, it's beat-em-up. It's a beat-em-up RPG. Oh, yeah, it's fascinating. 
Mm. It's like it's it's like combat style based and then rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, with a deck builder, you can build your own deck of moves. Yeah, it's it's so strange. I played it when it first came out, and uh it was very interesting. And it's quite it's quite short as well. I mean, there was a video I saw to introduce it way back in the day. They said it like, took both take about ten to fifteen hours. And when I was playing it, there was some backseat gamers in the stream. They went, Oh no, no, it's way, it's way too long. No, no. It's about let's say around about two to about five hours i'm on to heading towards the final boss which i should in theory do on tuesday but it's such a mismatch of styles and it's good i really like it i really recommend it and i don't know whether you can become op against the bosses when you're leveling up but if you can even better but I, I like the elements. I, I like that this is a short game, but there's a lot of replayability potential there. I mean, especially with PvP. Um, and it also does an online system where you know other people can jump into your realm at the same time. So they can either help you or, like in Dark Souls, for example, beat you up. And you can get gold and stuff out of them for the, for the corpses. It's great. <laughs> So hopefully finishing that, um, played a bit of Jeweled, played some more of Super Mario Brothers on the DS, which I'm getting through, getting through slowly, surely. It's, it's, it's all right. I like, you know, it's Mario. Can't say too much more than that. Um, but finally, before I let you you say what you, you've, you've been playing, Chris, um, I was given a code this week by the Quantum Physicist Guild. I woke up on Sunday morning went to a, a DM and again. Uh, um, we'd really like it if you give us, uh, you know, stream this game for us. And like, we looked, I looked at it, and the 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 trailer looked interesting. So I thought, okay, I'll do it. Um, it's called the Ambassador Fractured Timelines. Um, it was released on Thursday here on Steam, and it's a top-down, eight-bit looking. Uh, I don't know if it's an RPG, but it's a twin-stick fighter. And it's set in a fantasy world where you're you're being trained up to be sort of almost like a magician, like a wizard. Um, so you have you know two different fighting styles. You have your ranged, and you have your sort of sword. But when you go off on your journey, you pull your eyes out, drop them on the floor, and then you use it usually like your sword. It's a guide almost. It's like a using the stick like this, you know, so things. One second. Um, so like this. And it's just, yeah, it's it's very, very good. Quite like it. It's something to to give yourself a, um, give yourself a sort of almost like a roguelike playthrough to go through. Um, if you die, you just go back to the start of the level, the level resets, and away you go again. So as I'm being summoned, it looks like, I will pass it over to you, Chris. What are you replying? So... I've been playing just a few things. Um, obviously, been playing some Fall Guys. I picked that up uh, last week and played a little bit after uh, after stream just to continuously see what what I can't possibly manage. Um, I've been playing some more Elder Scrolls Online. Just a little dip my toes in, doing my dailies, getting my little things. I still love the housing system. I just have no furniture for it. Uh. And then I've 
actually taken a look at because another stream friend has started streaming this. Uh, I actually booted up Valorant to give it a try. Oh, I've and heard about Valorant. It's not bad. It's I mean, it's Counter-Strike with some skills, but yeah. it's it's really not bad. It's it's fun. It's um it can be frustrating, so people who don't deal well with frustrating games would not deal well with this. Yeah. Um the spread for bullets seems half patterned. It's hard to tell. Um but I I'm not exceptional at it. I'll say that. I would not even put myself in the realm of relatively okay. But it's interesting. Uh the character designs are excuse me, pretty pretty interesting. I like them. Um they're like they're not horrifically proportioned either. So they're not too out of the scope of like Overwatch. people shapes. Yeah, it ain't Overwatch. That's for certain. <laughs> It's styled very similarly to Overwatch, but the the silhouettes and the shapes are recognizable, but not important. So that's the core thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's been fun. And that's it. Really nice. Is. So, uh, shout out some pin maps that it comes down to. Uh, we also got to talk about uh, choices for Free Play Friday next week. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But um, I think uh, I need to drop this into the chat as I launch officially with you guys this year's Extra Life Drive. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Because it's November 7th, so that weekend, uh, we will be once again, for, for my sixth year, which is crazy, uh, raising money for the Children's Miracle Network as part of Extra Life. And it's a bigger one this year because COVID-19, you know, now I know people are saying, well, it doesn't affect kids much. It's, you know, it'll go through them. They don't, but they carry it. They can help carry it, and that's still a problem. And even if they say that, you know, it doesn't really affect kids as bad as us, it still can affect kids. And if they have things like cancer, leukemia, Crohn's, you know, kidney problems, it can still hurt them to a tremendous degree. So who are we playing for again? We are playing for the same hospital as before. We are playing for the uh, Stamford Hospital, I believe, the Connecticut Children's Hospital. It's Hartford. It's based out of Hartford, but it's part of the Hartford uh, Care Network. It's pretty much the entirety of uh, Connecticut. Fair enough. And for this year, for the singular, the, the Us Free, our page, we are trying to raise at least $5,000. Now, if we do this, James and Chris have agreed to play in an online server F1 2018. Now, there are rules to this. There will be rules to this because we know the differences in skill level of myself, of James and Chris. Chris, having never played a, played a Formula 1 game, I'm assuming, mm -hmm. will get the best car in the Mercedes, will be first, 
and will have a head start of at least 30 seconds from myself. From James, James will have a more sort of a mid-tier. We're going Renault. Yeah. So you'd be going to Renault. 15 seconds, 20 seconds head start. 15. 15, yeah. And myself. So myself, I will be starting at the back of the grid. Williams. I'll be in a Williams. <laughs> a Williams for a William. See what it did there. And I will be having a 30-second time penalty to Chris, 15-second time penalty to James, and we'll see who will win. So here's one other caveat, Will, and I want to throw it at you and see if it works. Highest donator gets to choose the course? Yes. There you go. Yes. Watch it be fucking Monaco. Oh, you bastards. (laughs) So yeah, highest donator gets to choose the, the racing course. Mm-hmm. from the 2018 season because obviously you know um vietnam so hanoi won't be there monaco will still be yep monaco will still be there uh as will britain so yeah i think that's a fair one so two goals mm-hmm. you have highest bidder co- choices the course and then obviously if you you make it there we get five thousand. we'll add other goals throughout the year throughout the next couple months because obviously we'll say things and then forget we said things and then nobody will go yep. back to fact check us on the podcast because it's what we do now yeah. i already know my eight hours because i will be doing eight hours this year again i don't <laughs> i did eight hours there's just like four and then a power outage yep <laughs> So I'll be doing the, the, the Friday as normal because I think that's the better suited me me to start off and then the main event happening on the Sunday, you know. Um and it will be eight hours of me hunting trophies uh via PSN profiles. Um working my way from the easiest trophies down to the hard ones. Now if I don't have the game here, I can't obviously do it, do the trophies in there, so we may have to skip them. But and I think 25 cents to begin with for the trophies. Every trophy I get, it will be 25 cents to extra life. I think that's fair. I'd say so. Because because I'm thinking if, if, if let's say I come across from the start a pogey game, those trophies are going to rack up very quickly. <laughs> and I'm going to go backwards and forwards. I'm going to go boom, 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 work my way down the list. So we might go backwards and forwards between games. If that's the case, that will happen. That's what we'll do. So yeah, so more more stuff will be coming down the line, as, as James said. More um, details about any other goals that we come up with. I have if you no have idea. any goal ideas, let us know. Yeah, um, I I will say 10k, and I'll play Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> you double it, I'll play Fortnite. That's that's okay. just that's just that's just the rule. Because if we were in ten grand, that's what we what we as a team did last year. I can tell you what we did as a team last year. Uh, as a team, we, no, we did like five grand last year as a team. It's like a whole group, like everybody who was in the yeah. Tigwippies family for this one. Uh, let's have a look. What did we do? We did like five. Anyways, I, I don't a stupid amount of money, and I'll play Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> very stupid amount of money we'll do it. I would be happy to play Fortnite for that amount of money. I, I would be I would be thrilled to do that. But let's see how it yeah. goes. 
last year as a team we made four thousand one hundred and fifty six dollars and seventy four cents that's that's a good amount of money for kids that is a good yeah. amount all right so uh i guess <laughs> chris could should we make one of the goals us logging back in for one for the for one more time to do the lahi raids for final fantasy 14 oh god Go in and like go back and do those do those four raids that we were actually knew what to do. So we could we could bring back all the memes. I will never do that again. Okay, good. <laughs> beep beep. I'm a jeep. <laughs> uh, so yeah. yeah, you guys have access to the page, so you can update that and edit it whenever you want with your goals. Yes, I don't know what my goals are yet. Depends when Football Manager comes out. Yeah. We just may do a football manager stream. If it comes out, I'll just be like, all right, let's do this. Ain't no stopping me now. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got. Anybody else for the good of the order? Uh, we do have, I want to say again, Quantum Astrophysicist uh, Guild. Thank you very much for the code. Uh, there will be another game that's headed our way this Friday. Um, that I'll mention. Uh, I also want to say, who else was that? Chat, as usual, thank you very much. And my pick for Free Play Friday, I might I might try and do a, a triple dip on this. Because I, I enjoyed it last night. So Fall Guys is my, my okay. triple dip pick. Mm -hmm. Chris, what's your pick? I'm going to throw down uh, Path of Exile. Shit. Right? <laughs> she chose mine. <laughs> Uh, all right all right what is a multiplayer game that we can play together uh i mean i can also swap mine to 100 percent orange juice as an option no so no this you, you chose have... path i've got something else i can i can choose i can choose something <coughs> i can choose something hold on uh torchlight 2 hell yeah hell yeah good options There you go. The Path of Exile and Torchlight 2. So it's basically, do you want to watch ARPGs or do you want us to watch play, watch us play Fall Guys again? Because that's your choice. <laughs> um, no. I mean, if, if anything else, I would have also just, as a jokingly kind of half-hearted throw out there, be like, Star Wars The Old Republic, because it's free on Steam and it's an MMO. You could watch all of us start in the starting area. I have played through this game a ton, uh, also because it's free. Anyways, there we go. Nailed it. 10 out of 10. Best show. 100%. Just like orange juice. Raid. T. Paulin. 20. Does anybody have any objections to that? No, no. Nope. nope. All right. Perfect. Because we, I was also planning on having uh, you get uh, Moon Queen vote on Twitter. That's where it's going to be. Um, I was also planning on also host hosting chess.com because Magna Carl Magnus Carlson is playing right now. Uh, and if you ever, ever, ever seen him play chess, holy fuck. Isn't it uh, Summer Games Done Quick starting tomorrow? Or is it next weekend? I have no idea. But we'll find out. and We'll let you know. Uh this is the end of the show. I've been James. That's been Will. He's been Chris. Uh, th that, those are words that I use at the end of shows that I don't understand why. Let's just end this before I put my foot in the mouth even more. Uh, 
How do you guys feel about Hall and Oates? You don't know. Too bad. We're not listening to Hall and Oates. We're instead we're listening to Jay Giles' band. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> Alright, we'll put you in. I will vote. Does she walk? Does she talk?